Why won't the media listen to these scientists? Prize-winning biologists versus compelling narratives. You probably don't know this. I didn't know this. And I take in more news than the average person. But this isn't making the rounds anywhere. This week, dozens of esteemed medical experts with blue-chip academic credentials published a warning about the destructive policies adopted to address COVID-19 worldwide. It was uh, published over the weekend, and you haven't heard about it. It's called the Great Barrington Declaration. More than a 1,000, that's a lot, biological scientists, more than 1,500 medical practitioners have added their names to the petitions. It's if been... I might, I just checked the update. Um, in fact, let me update the update. It is now well into the thousands of medical and public health scientists and medical practitioners. Thousands. It's been almost entirely ignored by the media outlets that spend much of their day presenting themselves as uh, as obedient to science. So it's not like it, it's not like um, when you know uh, we were into Benghazi, but the channels aren't talking about it. No, they're talking about this subject all day. Right. They talk about almost nothing but COVID, but they never got around to the thousands of top scientists around the world that have signed on to this letter. And it was put together originally by a guy from Oxford, Stanford, and Harvard, coming from the the left and the right. And their main point is we're doing so much damage beyond what is um, uh, reasonable to deal with COVID. I think the opening couple of sentences are power-packed. Oh, from the actual letter? Yeah. I've been skipping around. Go ahead. As infectious disease epidemiologists and public health scientists, we have grave concerns about the damaging physical and mental health impact of the prevailing COVID-19 policies and recommend an approach we call focused protection. Coming from both the left and right and around the world, we have devoted our careers to protecting people. Current lockdown policies are producing devastating effects on short and long-term public health. The results, to name a few, include lower childhood vaccination rates, worsening cardiovascular disease outcomes, fewer cancer screenings, and deteriorating mental health, leading to greater excess mortality in years to come, with the working class and younger members of our society carrying the heaviest burden. Keeping students out of school is a grave injustice. And they go on in that vein. Yeah, getting into some of the numbers of it. Um, the collateral damage from government lockdowns include lower childhood vaccination rates, worsening cardiovascular outcomes. Okay, we just said that. Um, I had the actual number here earlier. Okay. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimates that there have been almost 100,000 non-COVID excess deaths this year. Almost 100,000, including the 40-some thousand from cardiovascular conditions, 11,000 from diabetes, 3,700 from cancer. Many are due to government shutdowns of non-essential medical care. So if you have 200,000 people die from COVID, but 100,000 die kind of because of the COVID reaction, in addition to the economic damage done and the kids not learning and everything else, it's hard to make the argument that that's a win. Uh, It only is if you are fixated entirely on COVID-19 and ignore everything else. Keeping these measures in place, the, the, the shutdown measures, schooling, everything else, keeping these measures in place until a vaccine is acceptable, I'm sorry, is available, will cause irreparable damage with the underprivileged disproportionately harmed. And, you know, for the Nancy Pelosi crowd, we talked about this earlier, it, it's, it's, um, it's become a, okay, Trump is for loosening up the restrictions, so we have to be against it. And that's the way all our politics work now. Of course. And if, if Trump's for it, you got to be against it. Unless you're a Trump fan, then you're for it no matter what. Um, everybody has, has done away with critical thinking. But the party that supposedly is so concerned about the underprivileged and the poor and the people that don't have access to this and that, 
they're making the point in this letter signed on by thousands of scientists that it's the underprivileged that are harmed the most. The people that can afford tutors for their kid like I did last year or can get into a school where they're doing in in classroom teaching like I did this year, people that can afford that are doing it. It's the people that can't afford it that are getting screwed. And and the really rich, they're going to be damaged by this, but they're not going to lose their business forever. Like the immigrant dry cleaner or whoever. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm looking at the three scientists who started this thing. Dr. Martin Kulldorff, professor of medicine at Harvard, a biostatistician, epidemiologist with expertise in detecting and monitoring infectious disease outbreaks and vaccine safety evaluations. Dr. Sunetra Gupta at Oxford, epidemiologist with expertise in immunology, vaccine development, and mathematical modeling of I'm infectious... I'm following the science! I'm listening to the experts. No, you're not. Wait a minute. Anybody no leader would that, ever say something so stupid in the face of what we're talking about. Anybody who's saying, I'm following the science, I'm listening to the experts, Gavin Newsom in California or uh, Cuomo in New York or Nancy Pelosi and his people, you're just full of crap. Right. You are full of crap. You're choosing, the, you're choosing the experts that agree with your politics, but you're not listening to all the experts. Right. And you're certainly not taking in the full panoply of threats and... And problems with this. And and finally, the third guy is Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, professor at Stanford Medical School, physician, epidemiologist, health economist, and public health policy expert focusing on infectious diseases and vulnerable populations. These guys are some of the all-time heavyweights in the field saying you're not looking at all of the risks. And in all the news I've taken in, I haven't seen this anywhere. How is that possibly true? 